If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. Hello, bonjour, hola, konnichiwa, ni hao. This is Anjali Dub and welcome to Life in Progress. Hoping to inspire you with my life and help you become the best version of yourself as we progress together in this thing called life. Hello everyone, buenas tardes from Madrid. It has been crazy. First of all, before we start this episode, thank you so much for always tuning in and thank you for all the birthday messages that everybody sent me last Sunday. I feel so loved and appreciated. Thank you so much for the love. I wasn't able to reply to everyone, but I tried my best. All right, so today's episode is going to be about work ethics. This is something I'm really known for since I started my active travel, my bulleted kitchen, my happy lab, and now even in school. I really follow my plans. I always have goals, timelines, schedule, and discipline. Today, we are going to talk about 10 ways to create your own personal strong work ethics, okay? There's nothing right and wrong. I'm just sharing my ways of creating my own work ethic. So let's begin. Number one, of course, very, very important. Keep your goals clear. There's nothing wrong in changing your path while reaching that goal because it's necessary, right? In my case, I've been a businesswoman, an entrepreneur my entire life. I never saw myself studying but there was pandemic going on. Then I wasn't used to living in the Philippines. So I had to find a way to learn, grow and get out of my home country to keep progressing because that's how I am. That's how I was built. And that's how I progress in life. So I had to leave. And the only way was to, you know, take my master's program. And now I'm here on my sixth month at IE University. And I've never been this proud of myself. I'm living alone in Spain, which was never planned, by the way. And uh, I mean, it was planned, but not like at this age. I wanted to do it when everything would make sense. Like I would like super stable now, but I'm not yet that stable, you know, like I can just spend money without checking my bank accounts. I haven't reached that point in my life. That's why whenever people ask me, how did you able to get out of the Philippines during the pandemic? I was like, I just took my chances. I just took all the risks, you know, and now I'm here. I'm surviving. I'm thriving. I'm building a lot of things. And I can't wait to go back to the Philippines this April to officially launch my book because I wasn't able to do that last December. Things were super crazy. There was Omicron. And in the Philippines, like the the politics, I couldn't go home and it was such a mess. So that's why I'm going to go back to the Philippines this April to relaunch my book. Okay, so number two is be an example for everyone, but first yourself. Okay, 
this is very, very important for me. I always want to set an example for myself first, okay? I always ask myself, is this something you want to be proud of a year from now? Is this something that will make you feel embarrassed five years from now? So why are you doing it? So why are you being lazy, you know? Get out of the bed and work out. I'm going to give a simple example of working out because even I am in Spain, I struggled a lot in finding gyms and um, studios for my workouts. I, I, I've been working out, you know, I've been exploring and experimenting. So that's my personal example. I, for work, even up to this moment that I've been running Access Travel for the last 11 years, people don't believe me when I tell them I still reply to the emails on our inquiry email because those are my work ethics. You know, I always want to commit to the word that you will get a reply within 24-7. But of course, during the pandemic, it was impossible because we weren't operating and I was the only person who was managing. So yes, those are work ethics, you know. You have one word. You are committed to your tasks, to your goals, connecting to number one, because you want to set an example. In my case, I'm, I'm a leader. I want to be an example for my employees so they will follow me and how I work. And it worked out. It worked, it worked out so, so well. But this is unfortunate. It hasn't been working that much with my sister, probably because she's my sister and she sees a, another side of me. It's like we both live in two different worlds. She doesn't get me with the digital marketing and social media ca campaigns. She just doesn't understand me. This is with Happy Labs, my kombucha business. So, But still, I want to set an example for her. Like, okay, I built my business this way. I hope you can at least get the knowledge and apply it differently, right? Because whenever I try to be an example, I don't tell them do it this way. I just want to pass on the knowledge because in the end, we all apply the same knowledge in different ways. My way of doing things is different from how you do your things. So that's why comparing is like, like poison. Don't ever do it. Okay. So number three is adjust in your environment and stop controlling things. When I say adjust in your environment, example, when I was traveling uh, for access travel, I had to go everywhere and I had to adjust to so many cultures, so many people, my employees, my family, everybody. I was meeting my clients. Every client is different. You know, every client. One strategy doesn't work with another client. So you always need to adjust. And that's an immediate like you should, you should have like an immediate button to to just switch, you know. I know in the Philippines, um, this is just my personal experience. I think sometimes people tend to make a mistake. Like I, I'm not sure, huh? Like your plastic or. But in my opinion, at some point, we all need to be like that, you know. That's called pakikisama, getting along with people. What makes it bad is when you talk behind them, like bad things about them. I mean, when people say, nah, don't you think it's plastic? I, I don't think so. Because at work, you need to get along with everybody. Everybody, you know, if there's one thing I've learned being in IE as a master's student is that the best thing I've learned so far is how to get along with everyone. Even you don't like a person, you greet them, you smile at them, and you pass on positive energy. That's it. Because at the end of the day, people will remember you that way. Can you imagine like 
if you just like pass by and don't greet anybody, anyone from your classroom, because you don't want to be plastic. But that's how the world works. You know, for you, you're not really pleasing people, but you are showing them that you have good manners. That, that's why adjusting in your environment is very, very important. Getting along with everybody, especially in your workplace, you know, you never know when you will need somebody's help. That's why it's very important to get along with everyone at work. Of course, in personal life, it's always a choice. You know, if you don't want to be plastic, I mean, me, I can do that in my personal life. If I don't like you, it's just I don't like you. I'm going to say I'm sorry. I think we have different wavelengths and I, I have different priorities. I don't think we can be friends at this moment because I'm juggling with so many things. I mean, I don't say it that way, but I just say, I'm sorry, I can't hang out because I'm going to do something else. So that's it. I think there should be like a borderline between your personal and work life. The, the personalities that you have at work, sometimes you can bring it to your personal life or vice versa. You know, at the end of the day, you're one person with different personalities. I don't know if you guys believe in that. Me, I have different personalities for, for everyone. Like for my friends, I, I, I act differently. At home, I'm different. And uh, at work, I'm different because I cannot be a daughter at work. There, I'm a leader, you know? So that's why if that's considered plastic, I don't know. I have no comments anymore. Okay, so number four is always be professional and respect everyone. So I'm just going to give a scenario on this. The other day, my group mate complained about my attitude to me. And my response was like, thank you for your feedback. I'll improve and no note it on everything. I could have responded like, okay, you're attacking me on personal level. Or I responded to her the way she was talking to me. But I won't do that. I'm not taking that road because... I'm going to act based on my values, my beliefs, and my foundation in life. And my foundation in life is I want to be professional and respect everyone around me because that's the right way to do it. Master's program is training you for your, your work life. And I think the, I handled it very well. I did not respond to any of the drama. And I just, yeah, yeah, I just went ahead and uh, I said good morning to her today. And I talked to her very well, like nothing happened because that's professionalism and respecting everyone around you. Again, you respond to people based on your values and beliefs, not theirs. Valentine's Day just ended, but we also know that every month should be a love month. This is why this year I want to work on understanding and to familiarize my family and friends' love languages. When we say love, it's not just romantic love. It can be in different kinds and forms of love, like the genuine love we receive from our families or platonic love. But most importantly, self-love. It's the perfect time to celebrate all forms of love, but it's better if we know their love languages. What are the five love languages, Nyaba? Let's have a quick rundown of it. First, we have words of affirmation. Verbal acknowledgement and appreciation for them are highly valued. Then there's the act of service, washing their dishes, picking them up at work, even you're tired, making their breakfast, and anything that shows actions, speaking louder than words. Next, we have quality time. Perfect for those who love one-on-one -on -one time together. Physical touch. Another love language for those who feel loved by hugs, kisses, or just being held. And lastly, down to our last love language is receiving gifts. 
the most straightforward love language. You know, guys, learning someone's love language is like unwrapping a wonderful gift. I feel loved when I love them right. And if you're like me, you want to express all these kinds of love languages, I got you. Celebrate and express all types of love with Dewey Delectables, a perfect gift that has sweet surprises inside. Make sure to pair up their receiving love languages with Dewey Delectables now anytime and anywhere. Let them feel your love and Dewey's moist and soft donuts and its yummy flavors like chocomallows with marshmallows and purple yam with coconut filling and flakes. What are you waiting for? Every month is a love month. Grab yourselves and your loved ones some Dewey Delectables in all supermarkets near you or order them online via Lazada and Shopee to keep them reminded of how capable you are of giving all kinds of love. Okay, I would like to add something to that. I think it's very important to always be honest, respectful, and transparent. At workplace, always act with integrity and have one word because that builds trust, you know? Like, okay, Anjali, like when she says she she will not go, she doesn't go. But when she says she will go, she leaves everything and she she's there. She's just present. Because I personally think Being present is the best gift we can give to everyone, especially in today's world. Everybody craves that connection, even if it's at work or in your personal life. It's a must to always be present no matter where you are. And always in professionalism, there is always the learning attitude towards everyone. You know, you should never like say, okay, I don't want to learn from this person because I don't like him, but it doesn't work that way at work. You learn from everything and everyone. Okay. So number five is follow discipline in everything. Discipline is for me, it's mandatory. Like I've turned 31 for the last seven years. My weight has been consistent, 62, 63 kilograms. Why? Because I have discipline. Probably if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see me eating a lot lately, but it's just on the weekends, you know, when I travel around Europe. But on my normal days, I just eat like chicken and olive oil with basmati rice. That's it. Aside from that, I eat nothing. I I don't eat chocolates. I don't even drink like like anything from Starbucks. I only drink like black coffee because it's a matter of discipline and balancing everything in your life. It This also applies to work. Okay, so my scenario at work is when you are asked to be there at 10 a.m., you time yourself that you need to be there at 9.45. I don't know if you're familiar with the Japanese saying, being on time is late. And I strongly believe in that because if you arrive at 10, your meeting meeting is at 10, you, you need five to 10 minutes to prepare, you know, and just to settle in. But if you arrive at 9.45, you will be perfectly ready at 10 a.m. For, for the meeting. And it feels really, really good, like you're accountable and you feel empowered. Try it on your next meeting. Be there 15 minutes before. Be there ahead of everyone. It's an amazing feeling when in these small things, we are ahead. 
you get to finish things first and you have this different kind of confidence and you feel so like empowered that you are accomplishing something. I think this is my secret why I'm always like happy and my energy is so good because these small things that I work out every day, I prepared my food, I I drank like uh, two liters of water. It's a sense of accomplishment every single day. And it makes me feel so empowered and so inspired. Like I don't want to break my routine unless I'm, I'm going for holidays. That's it. it because it, it's so beautiful. Start it the moment you wake up by making up your bed. As simple as that. It feels so good. I've been making up my bed since I was 11. I'm 31 for the last 20 years. I've been doing that probably earlier than that. I just don't remember. But it's a sense of accomplishment. Discipline creates empowerment. I promise, you know. One example, if you have plans on working out soon, try to lift weights. That's a beautiful way of boosting your confidence. I promise. You know, um, some friends of mine from IE uh, decided to go with me like a couple of days ago to the gym and they felt empowered by just going with me twice. And I love the feeling of sharing the knowledge. And it's like, I see them becoming different women after lifting. Even they just lifted like five kilos. That was something, you know, that's accomplishment. And you need that to stay empowered and inspired in life. Okay. So number six is be familiar with your work and personal needs. Learn to balance. The best example for this is I travel the world for a living. And I'm not going to lie, once in a while, I would tell myself, okay, even you go on this for your personal holidays, you will get something out of it because it's your work. You post, people will book from access travel. And at some point, there was no no more balance financially because I was spending so much. But that was like a short period of time. But you know, but that's how you learn. Because if you don't make these mistakes, if you don't go through challenging days, you won't appreciate the good days. Trust me, you know, for the last two years, I didn't make that much money. I will be very honest about that. My, my finances, I was just like relying on my savings. Even I'm here in Spain, I've been spending my savings because Happy Lab is still so small. And um, when you are building a new business, you can't really get money from it because you need the, the finances to build a brand, to build a company. So I haven't been getting that much from Happy Lab because we are just like investing the money back into the business. So I've been living on my savings for the last two years until access was, has been back for the last two weeks. I, like, I want to cry. I appreciate money so, so much now. I don't think I want to spend it. I just want to like, you know, keep it, invest it and grow it because this is a work and personal balance, you know, your needs. Now, when I travel, like, nearby in Europe. I don't spend that much anymore. Before I would take Uber. Now, no, I'm going to take the metro. These are the things that changed in me during the pandemic. And since I moved to Spain, I became so conscious about my spendings because I've been living on my savings for the last two years. And now access is back. My uh, pre-pandemic finances and uh, budget will come back, but I don't want to leave on that bad budget anymore. I'm going to leave on my current budget based on my life in Spain. So I, I get to save, save up more and have a great life in the future. So that's what 
balance is for me, you know, knowing your needs at work and your personal needs. So number seven is motivate yourself more on bad days. I mean, it's so easy to become happy. It's so easy to get inspired. It's so easy to get motivated when you're happy and everything is going so smooth and right. But the challenge in life is how to stay inspired and motivated during bad days. Best example of that, when I lost access travel, I just woke up one day, there was no travel, everything was closed and my access travel was dead. And it has been dead for the last uh, two years. It just opened up like a few weeks ago. But I motivated myself. I started my podcast. I wrote a book. I started Bulleted Kitchen. I started Seven Continent Store. I created my agenda. I created Happy Lab. I motivated myself because I knew nobody will do it for me. If I just got depressed, went into the dark, went to, into a dark place, I mean, you know, it's so easy. But motivating yourself during bad days is, is the greatest challenge you'll ever face in your life because it's a wonderful feeling when you know how to celebrate yourself during success and how to comfort yourself during the challenging days. Once you learn that art, I promise, nobody can defeat you in life. You become unstoppable. Like a year ago, I was crying. Like because my condominium was robbed. And now after a year, I motivated myself like I need to get out of here and start a new life that I deserve. I've sold everything. And now I'm here. I'm living on my savings for now. Access travel is back and everything makes sense. And I'm so in love with my life. But that came from me. You know, I, I stayed strong and I motivated myself like, Anjali, you need to stay inspired. You need to keep going. You need to keep progressing no matter what happens. Even the world stops. You cannot stop because there's no stopping in life. Because when you stop, that's the only time you feel bad about yourself. You keep going, you know, keep going, keep progressing. Even things doesn't work out. Try something else. If that, that something else doesn't work out, there are other opportunities that you can try. Try and try and try. That's it. Never give up. Ever. I think that's the best advice I give everybody around me. Never, ever give up. Because look at me. I survived the pandemic and I'm back and it feels amazing. Okay, so number eight is very important. Mistakes are part of success. Many people get disappointed and they, lo they lose their drive and motivation when mistakes and bad things happen. But always learn. No great stories are written without challenging events. You know, mistakes and the things that we don't, we don't know, right? We, we keep, keep on making um, mistakes and we, sometimes we do wrong things to other people because we are just human beings and that's how we learn. And you cannot punish yourself every single day when you make mistakes because that's how you will learn how to appreciate success. And I don't know, I've, I've given example of this on my podcast. Success, you know, in my opinion, It never comes in life. Like you never get to enjoy it. Like people tell me I'm very successful because that's how they look at me. But I ask myself, am I really successful? Because everything I remember is that the mistakes, the failures, the pain that I had to go through to get where I am right now. And up to now, I'm still working because I maybe success is about progress. Success is about You know, forgiving yourself. Maybe life is about forgiveness and, you know, progress from there. 
Maybe life is always teaching us how to be resilient during tough times and be grateful during good times, right? That's so beautiful. I loved it. I wrote it in one of my captions on Instagram when I was in Florence. So number nine is learn to receive criticism gracefully. Very important, especially in work. Oh, very, very important. You will not grow and you will not find what's the best thing for you if you don't learn how to accept criticism. I know sometimes it's very painful, but that's how it is. You know, you learn how to use those comments, feedbacks, bashing, hate comments in a good way. You use it to improve yourself. You ask yourself, okay, hmm, maybe that person has a point. Like uh, yesterday, I had uh, an argument and disagreement with my groupmate uh, for a school assignment. And he, and he said terrible things to me, terrible things. Then I analyzed. Maybe it's, it, it is my mistake. We have this big project and I was celebrating my birthday in Florence. I was insensitive. Maybe next time I have to adjust and, you know, reassess myself. As simple as that. I learn. I, I know how to accept criticism. You know, I always say, Thank you for your feedback. Thank you for taking the time to let me know that I'm doing bad because it takes, you know, someone who cares about you to, to criticize you. Well, other people know, of course, especially if it's hate comment, but always learn to use the bad comments and feedback in a good way. I mean, it will help you. It, it, it sure helped me and I hope it helps other people as well after you listen to this podcast. Number 10, my very important, do self-analysis and dream high. It's very, very important to call out yourself when you're not doing good. And it's also very important to reward yourself when you're doing great in life. And of course, never, ever forget to dream high, highest as possible, because it's free to dream. And I think that's the only thing that's free nowadays. <laughs> so that's all for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope this episode will help you create a great path for you at work or your career or your business. And these are my personal secrets that I wanted to share. I think this is my first time to record something like this. I hope you enjoy it. And if you love this episode, please tag me on Instagram and let's make my podcast again back to top 50. Okay. So thank you so much. Have a great weekend. And I can't wait to go back to Manila. I hope to do an event with everybody so I get to meet you. Bye. Happy weekend and see you all soon in person. This was Life in Progress with Anjali Dub. If you have any suggestions on anything, please don't hesitate to message me on Instagram at Anjali Dub. You may also check out my YouTube channel for more stories. Thank you for listening and catch you on the next episode. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia the hosts of the program or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.